Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scottsmenswear.com. Welcome to another week, ladies and gentlemen, to and welcome to the RGM podcast, the RGM experience podcast. With me, Carmelone. What we do each week, ladies and gentlemen, if you knew. Have a right good chat. Talk about the things that's going on in the music industry. Talk about RGM for a little bit. Just let you know what it's like behind the scenes and stuff. And we bring you an amazing guest and we have a great good chat about stuff. All right. And today's no different. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the amazing today. With the amazing, just announced a fucking arena gig in Sheffield. We've got Johnny from the Ratons joining us. What a journey those boys have been on. Amazing, really, when you... The arena, booking an arena. <laughs> oh, it's all covered in a bit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited about this one, can you tell? Yeah, so that's coming up soon, so stay tuned for the ratings, ladies and gentlemen. I do want to start on a bit of a, a sombre note. It's really, really, really sad news uh, has come out today uh, regarding a bit of a legend of the... The unsigned music scene over in Sheffield. Um, I'm really, really sorry to hear of the loss of Jules Vernon. Now, if you're not aware of what Jules does, he's you know, over the years he's just been a, a, a supporter of the local music scene in Sheffield. He's put bands on all his life. It feels like he's a, a great guy uh, to ask for advice. Always a time for people. I remember um, he was the guy that put my little band on. Uh, many times at the boardwalk in Sheffield. Uh, nobody's got a bad word to say against the guy. It was always, you know, very supportive and asked for advice. Yeah, he put, he put us on the O2 Academy uh, when we were just starting off. And, you know, little opportunities like that when, you, when you're in a young band and you, know, you get to play bigger stages and things. It, it means a lot and you remember it. And Jules was one of those type of guys that could make that happen for bands. Um... Always great with advice. Didn't take your bullshit. He'd been around a long time, you know, and he was here to help and to give you great advice as well. So, really sorry to hear about the loss of Jules Vernon in Sheffield, guys. Uh, just sending our love out to Barney and his family. Uh, just sending our thoughts out there at this difficult time for them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just felt like I, I wanted to say that up front because the guy meant a lot to a lot of people and myself. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's all about grassroots music, you know, telling stories. It's what, give, you know, sharing experiences. It's what this podcast is all about. And here at RGM is no different. You know, this week coming up on RGM.press, loads of entertainment coming your way. It is starting to get a bit slower now. Do we, do we dare say the, the C word? Christmas. 
uh, is coming. You can feel it, can't you? You only have to go to... Where were I the other day? Oh, in the Grange. It's like going to fucking Lapland. Uh, yeah, uh, it's happening, isn't it? The festive season is upon us, and it does get slower for the magazine. There's just not many people or bands releasing music this time of year, which is fair enough. Um, but it's our job to keep you entertained and to tell stories of bands, uh, music, comedy, of course. You know, there's loads of comedy content on RGM. So stay tuned with us through this festive season. We do bring more features out at this time of year as well because there's more space for different types of content this time of year, which is exciting. Um, yeah, so stick with us. This podcast is going nowhere over the festive season. I'm telling you that right now. And if you do enjoy the podcast, we have started our Patreon, where you can get early access to the can't speak access to the show. So if you listen to this on Patreon, you get you you hear this first. You get loads of bonus content as well that'll be adding to it. So there's a link in the description of the podcast to just see what it's all about on Patreon. Just have a look. No pressure to do anything. I'm not big up in or you know going hard on sales on Patreon at all. It's just there if you can be bothered to go and have a look. Yeah, really excited about uh, this interview with Johnny uh, from the Ratons. Uh, it speaks his mind. He's got a plan that's working really well, which is fascinating to to hear about. Hear about the band, you know, you know, coming out of Doncaster, Sheffield, and uh, gradually selling out gigs and gradually getting bigger. And now they've announced a big arena gig. So you will see in the description of this podcast. You can nip on there. Uh, be quick though, they've sold 70% of the Sheffield Arena out already. Uh, and you're a bit too late to join them on tour because that's pretty much sold out, I think, too. So, what a band to have for you, ladies and gentlemen. Really chuffed to have them. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for the interview, I think. Let's have a proper rate good chat. Let's get rate good, rate good big, down and dirty with the ratings. Let's go, Johnny. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, sound tough, sound tough. Um, as a local Yorkshire lad myself, a Sheffield boy, um, it's always nice to see another band do well, and it's always nice to see a band do fucking rate well. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a journey, aren't you, mate? Yeah, do you know what? I d- it's been a long, long journey for me. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Uh, it's just literally the last few years have been absolutely mind blowing. You know, you you set out achievements in life, what you want to achieve, don't you? And goals, yeah. should I say? Uh, and I feel like just exceeding that, absolutely exceeding yeah. that by by lengths and lengths each day. And it's just absolutely, you know, like I said, mind blowing. <laughs> right. So, where do we find you today? Then, where where are you based at the minute? I'm just at home, just at home yeah. working um, working away on his album campaign. Oh, know, okay. Um, we're where, an independent band and yeah. everything we do is, is in house. So, been editing some films, um, working out some stuff for the tour, which starts on Saturday. Yeah, um, and just yeah, just just plugging away at every every minute that I've got to try and take it to the next step. Sure. So, where is home? So, I live in Doncaster at the yeah. minute. Okay, but at the minute, I, I, I live here. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Sorry. I'm moved here. Yeah. And are the are the lads all from Donny Sheffield kind of area? Yeah, we're from, from we're from um, well, yeah, from all over South Yorkshire. And at the yeah. minute, um, three of us live in Doncaster. One of us lives in Rotherham. Mm, nice, nice. 
Okay. So what I what I found really interesting, I, I've I've tried to do a bit of research on the ratings, but I can find all about the gigs you've got going on, the successes that you had, but I can't really talk. find anything about you all individually, if you get me, online. Yeah. So I, I was just curious to know, is that is that a, a deliberate thing or is that, is, is there a reason for it or not? I'm not looking too much into that. No, I don't, I don't think so. Do you know, like I've, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's different ages between us as well. So some have been right. active, shall we say, longer than others, but yeah. it's, um, not really. I mean, everything that we've done today has, has made us who we are, and that's that's why we are who we are and where we are, I guess. Yeah. So there's stuff out there. You know, Joe, um, Joe and uh, Jamie have been in various different bands. I've been in different yeah. bands. Lee's never really been um, in a band as such. We were in another band with me. Sorry, I forgot all about that. You know, yeah. <laughs> we were in a different <laughs> band before this one. Um, and me as, a, as an artist, I've, I've been going for years in different genres. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not always just been indie if that's what you call what we do now it's like yeah i've just i've just put my heart into music from all different genres right from the beginning i mean starting this journey it's a big jump to put your heart into music isn't it particularly with the music industry how it is i know you i know you, you celebrate you know you know, you being your own team and you know and, and all that kind of stuff but it's it's a really hard industry just to jump straight into without a, without a safety net oh absolutely you know you, you put your heart into music from when you hear music and, and it's the best thing that can ever happen to you, you put your heart into the music industry and it's getting fucking broke. That's just that's just yeah. the way it is. And, and you have to be, you have to build that tolerance up through it because it is a ruthless, ruthless industry. Am I allowed to swear in this? Of course industry? you are, mate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. You be you. Paul Mao. Um, yeah, it's um, you, you, you've got to build that tolerance up, you know. And, yeah. and and over the years, I've had more knockbacks than I can I can care to talk about, and it's just. It's ruthless. It is, and yeah. it's only in in recent years where things, I, I guess, have started becoming good, and now really fucking good. And yeah. it's, uh, it's 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 yeah, it's a great time to be alive. So what I always like when bands have had previous bands, I like to delve into what the old names were. Have you got any old band uh, embarrassing band names that you used to be in, or any of the other lads that you take piss out them for, or all like that? No, not really. It's. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's not even just bands as well. It's just like working within the industry. I mean, first thing I ever did, um, well, like f- from leaving school, I mean, I, I was writing music from from being at school and stuff. Yeah. But like, I, I set up my own like mobile disco company and I was like yeah. DJing and just trying to get into nightclubs and stuff. So it's like from playing like house music to garage to to producing instrumentals to to rapping to singing to trying anything i could possibly do to 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 get into the because i liked all different genres you know what i mean so when it when it finally fell that you know this band i guess if you can call it well what's making it who knows you know <laughs> i feel like we've done something achieved something yeah. this is my job i mean it's my full-time job so yeah. first time i've ever been able to do that do you know what i'm uh, going to ask you what what were your dj name are you well my name's johnny Earl, so i went under the name yeza Okay, fair enough. That's good. That's which, a decent DJ which name. Was, uh, which was a name that I, I might have stole from uh, probably what my dad were called when he was at school. And, and my brother's got it tattooed on his arm. I fell out with him once for that. But, you know. <laughs> fair enough. Wait, well, it, I've got it tattooed on my stomach. He's got it tattooed on his arm. And we had a bit of a bust up in the living room once because I was like, that's my name. <laughs> Is it tagged anywhere in Doncaster, that name, anyway? Yeah, probably all of it. Kimmy Parking, rather than yeah, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, so like, just going back a little bit before music for you, what what what, what were little Johnny like at school? Were you were you academic? Were you more creative? Talk talk us a little bit about 
you know, you coming through the ranks and discovering that music is a is going to be your thing. What happened before you realised music's your thing? I was probably a disruptive child. Yeah. Uh, struggles to focus. Um, okay. He's got all the ideas, but he struggles getting them down on paper. I think that's what, yeah. what people have said about me. Uh, yeah. Generally, just a dickhead. Um, <laughs> just always pissing about and trying to... Yeah make people laugh and I guess I were one of them entertain people and it weren't I, I just weren't interested you know I were, yeah. and I'm not saying that now that that's that's how you should be I, definitely not but yeah. I just weren't interested and I think I knew from a very young age that what I wanted to do and I had my mind you know set on that and I was lucky to be fair because I were when when it got to when I when I got to like year nine or whatever I ended up having um, a mentor at school that had come in and like you know for like naughty class, and they'd, they'd like say to me, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "Well, I want to, I want to DJ, or I want to want to write music." And I ended up going to—I don't know if you know a place in um, Kiverton Park called Red Road, where they do like Red. There's Red Road FM now. There's a radio there, and it was like um, it was a bit like of a—I don't know—I don't know if it's a fruit, you know, like pupil refill. I don't know it's yeah. where, where you do extra activities kind of thing. And then I ended up going and. And, and doing like DJing instead of PE and stuff like that, which is sounds like you're rewarding a kid for for not yeah. not behaving. But I just wasn't interested. And I weren't going to focus on that. So I think that looking back, having people that were there, at, you know, at schools willing to support us and stuff in that, I was kind of lucky because it helped me not get on the wrong path and just put me on a different path. And I've been on that path since then. It's difficult if you're creative as a kid, isn't it? Because I I can, I can remember going to. Uh, do you know that what's that day where like, you sit down with somebody in a suit and they and you tell them what you're interested in and whatever you say they just say you're going to be you're going to work at a call center or you're going to work in retail or you're just going to oh it's just they just spit out the same shit to you don't they which you, it, and it's not what you want to hear it's difficult being a creative as a kid isn't it you know trying to work through oh, what, yeah, they, what you that mean? Like my first well, I had to do a, a like for Trident and like to do a mock-up interview and they sent me to McDonald's in Rotherham Town Centre and I'm like well, you fucking set the bar for me there <laughs> so, literally you've looked yeah. at me and gone that's where you are going yeah um, so yeah it, it is difficult because you know we've got different minds and yeah. I don't I don't want to be like you know floating around going oh I'm a creative person let me be let me, let me yeah. flop more. It's, it's not it's just it's just how my mind works and I just mm. I wasn't interested in learning you basically i mean one of the biggest regrets about school is uh, the, the lesson i pissed about it most was spanish but now i wish more than anything i could speak yeah. fucking spanish so you know i shot me sending for yeah. um but I, I i learned you know if, if you can call it creative writing english i learned that from from what i love and i, I learned maths through music and, and, and money you know like working yeah. running a business so it's like it, you, you know I get the systems there and it's, it's all they've got, but it doesn't really work, does it? And it needs changing. It does need to change. And nobody's got the answers on how to change it either because all the people that make decisions don't agree with it, which is yeah. frustrating, <laughs> isn't it? How are we going to change them bastards? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, so how did you like meet up with the lads and that? How did, what, what, what's the origins of the ratings? Where, you know, where did it, where did, how did it happen? Um, well... Just, I guess, through the 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 main answer, just through the local music scene, just like open mics, and yeah, and I'm not pretending that we're always there as open mic performers, but just just generally being in a pub, you know, and just yeah. bumps into people. It was me and Lee, uh, like I said, me and Lee had, had met, you know, many years before, and we'd we'd 
dabbled around in different bands and stuff and different ideas. And then um, I met Joe through, so I was doing some work and, and basically writing. So obviously you'll, you remember like the, the CSE scandal that happened in Rotherham going quite yeah. dark here with the top set, but yeah. the, uh, that happened many years ago. And I was doing some like writing and doing some workshops for basically like theater education stuff. I'd wrote, I wrote a program to try and roll out across like South Yorkshire to try and help with that. And uh, Joe were one of the actors in that. So, he, you know, he's a lot younger than me, but when he started working with that, realized that we had this common ground with music and he was really interested in the same kind of stuff. And Jamie had a studio in West Melton and uh, we started going there for a bit of a jam and then it just formed. Just, it just, it was one of them where I think for me, I'd not, I, I wasn't quite, the band that I was in at the time, it, it just fell apart, but I kind of had a really sh- strong mindset of what I wanted to achieve within the industry. And it weren't just about music anymore. It was like, I understand this a little bit more. I'm starting to see these algorithms that are happening online. I'm starting to see how our marketing plays a massive part in, in, in the business. And it's not just about talent or passion. You've got to have everything leveled out. So I feel like once we all got our heads together and, and started writing, the music just came natural, but everything else we'd kind of learned from experiences in the past and um, and implemented it, and, and here we are. It's, it's, we're yeah. still doing it now. We we just um, I bang on about it all the time because I love it and I, I'm fascinated with the process of a of a band and uh, watching them develop over the years and that kind of stuff. Where, where did you play your first gig as the Ratons? Then was it in Doncaster? Or? No, no. The first gig we we played as the Ratons was at the Plug. Second oh. room, Sheffield, supporting yeah. Glass Caves. Right, okay. Well, that, that's quite a decent gig to start off, isn't it? You know, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Uh, and again, from experience of, of playing, we've probably collectively played every pub, bar, toilet yeah. you can find in, in mm-hmm. South Yorkshire. But it were a case of looking. We, 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 we you know, we released this first one. We put Slice of Lime out there. The music video had gone not viral, but it done 100,000 views in a week, you know, where they were really like circulating. So we knew that we're building this, this, this like bit of hype for people to, to want to see us live because people yeah. were commenting about it. So obviously a few weeks later, we started looking at and putting together his first gig. I used that as a bit of a platform to be able to approach glass caves and say, let us support you. You know, we've, we've got a bit of an audience. We can, we can, yeah. we can do it. And, and luckily enough, they said, yeah. And we, we went there and, um, Matt and Elliot were like, just, yeah, go for it. So we went and played with him. And then I think it were three months later, we sold out the venue ourselves. So we've That's just been on there. Such amazing initiative from somebody to contact the band direct. And it's such a simple idea, really. But still people don't do that today. They kind of rely on... Uh, a friend of a friend that's a promoter that might have a support slot for somebody one day in one yeah, of these bigger yeah. venues and that kind of stuff, don't they? That's that's kind of like the, the normal path for people, but to have that thought process and cut out all the bullshit, just go straight to the people and see if it's possible. Yeah, yeah, Love that. Definitely. I, I was speaking to an old friend of mine this morning and it, it reminded me of like, you know, years ago we, we in a band, and he was like, we we're laughing about, you know, obviously the journey and from the past. He, he was involved in music with me, and he's like, can mm. you remember we were ringing round, literally like ringing round venues? I don't even it might have even been like days of yellow pages, like, yeah. ring, just looking for venues, and we were ringing up and booking ourselves gigs, and we had like one song, but we <laughs> we we still had that blag and that hustle. Yeah. You know, to ring up and go, can we get in for a gig? Yeah, well, don't worry, we don't want paying. If you like it, you know, get some drinks, and we were yeah. like really pushing it. We we booked ourselves a little tour. And we had like one and a half songs and, and it's just, 
there, I don't think there is any rules. There's, there's definitely methods that work, yeah. but there's no rules for it. You know, you can, you can. I'm pretty sure if you if you email, sorry, Facebook message or tweet Liam Gallagher one day, he might just go, yeah, yeah. cool then. And you're going to get that slot. So it's definitely worth trying. And I think it's all about that hustle, isn't it? Are you all as band members? Are you, do you are you all like that, or does it does it like come from you that side of things? Yeah, I think we've yeah we've all got it. That's why we're all together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're all very um, we're all we're all very focused on what we want. Do you know what I mean? We all we've, we've all got different strengths. Don't get me wrong. I and mean, some of us are more creative when it comes to the music. Some of us more bizarre when it comes to the marketing and stuff like that but we we as a, yeah generally we are and even in in the bits where some of us aren't as strong as others we're definitely fucking mocking in do you know what i mean people are yeah. rolling their sleeves up and it's a case of i don't know what i'm doing here but let me know and i'll I'll go out and do it yeah. and uh yeah we, we're all 100 percent committed to this to this journey i i, I love that just the simplicity of that <laughs> it's, the, the, the the music industry can cloud you so many different ways, can't it? And and you and it can cloud you from just fucking ask. Yeah. Oh, Love definitely. This, and and I feel like it don't matter how how far we've got in this. Um, there's always something that literally mm. grounds you to to a massive halt. You know, and you you'll be doing something, and then you just like, like for example, I can't give too much away, but we were shooting a music video mm. um, in Shrewsbury uh, last week. Now we're we're directing, writing, editing the films ourselves. We've got we've got a great, you know, DLP who comes and films for us, and we've got great lighting guys and sound guys that, that we that we use and we hire, and um, we're filming a video, and uh, basically, long story short, we only had two hours on the on the set that we'd hired, and. Um, Jamie and Lee and Joe had, had drove out. Now we've got like a, a minibus which we use as a van, that is yeah. like as van. Do you know what I mean? It's like a splitter, but it's got twelve seats in it. So we've got all the extras in the back of this bus, and there's me and Rich, the manager. We're on location, and the bus is basically there's been a car car crash on the motorway. So yeah. every single extra that we needed, which is really important for the video, yeah. is not going to make it. So we've got no actors for this film. <laughs> we've only got this one actor um, that's drove himself. So Rich is like, you know, we were scratching his heads what we're going to do. And he's like, we're just going to have to turn around. We're just going to have to go and um, plan it again. And I'm like, fuck this. So I just, <laughs> I told him to meet me at the location, which will all be revealed when we release the video. Yeah. I don't want to say too much yeah. on that. And I literally just went went to Primark, bought a load of costumes for random sizes, and then spent the next hour <laughs> in the streets of Shrewsbury recruiting people. And I turned up like the Pied fucking Piper <laughs> with all these extras. And I just went, right, we're here. And I had a busker. A guy who I think might have been homeless, a social worker, one that I'm pretty sure was a drug dealer, and a random, <laughs> a random couple that just said yeah. And at the end of the day, I thrived on that. Do you know what I mean? That oh, that man. was the out of all the stuff that we're going, all the exciting stuff of like announcing arena as as album, yeah. doing these music videos and, and being able to get better production and better budget and build it up. The, I felt more alive in that hour than I had done for the last year because it was just like I would I was back to the fucking graft and the hustle of it, the real root of it, and making, I fucking loved it. making shit happen from an unlucky situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that is why one of the things you know we bang on about it a lot about being independent because we're really proud about it. Yeah. yeah and you know you get some dicks on Twitter that all and that all that all put something like you haven't got a label because you're shit. 
<laughs> and you know what? Maybe, maybe it's true, but also we, have, we haven't got a label because we don't fucking want one. Yeah. So it's, it's not one of them things. It's like, there is labels. All right, we haven't had all the majors knocking on the door, but there, we have had conversations with people. But yeah. And it isn't even about the money. It's literally about, for us, performing our songs on stage and doing what we love yeah. is a big part of it. But actually, the, the, the graft and the hustle behind the scenes is, is what I live for. Nice. So, so the first gig was at the plug in Sheffield, and another plug, well, lovely venue. Um, where, 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 yeah, go on. Is that, is that what you question? And I went all the way down there with that. No, that's that's what it's all about. Ask an open question, mate, and and then sit back. That's what it's all about. This yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. About that. That's about about two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, well, you started you started at the plug, and then what kind of venues were you playing before you started doing like O2 Academies and stuff, and then Magna and what what? Where did you stay at, like after the plug? Did you stay around those kind of sizes for a bit? No. Um, with the, we did plug, yeah. uh, small room. Then we did O2 Academy two. Right. We sold that. We we've never not sold out a show in Sheffield, which sounds fucking mm. really arrogant. But we did plug, small room, O2 small room, lead mill, main yeah. room, O2 Academy, main room. Uh, plug main room for his album launch. Then two more O2 Academy shows. Then Magna. Then yeah. Sheffield Arena. So why why do you think it's caught on like it did? Because I think it's more than just a band. Do you know, it sounds like a, yeah. a, a daft cliche. I think it isn't a. As as musicians, we're fucking bang average, you know. But when it comes to a, a team of lads that are really passionate about what they're doing, and it's our shows aren't just about oh, I'm going to come and sit and yeah. listen and sing along to the. To the lovely melodies, and it's not, well, fuck that. Do you know what I mean? We we out of time, half at time, and I change words for best at songs, but it's the energy I think. And when you when you've got them people in that room, I literally thrive off that energy that they give us, and we give it back. I mean, obviously, we one of the nights that we did the album launch for the last album at the plug, and obviously it's not something you, you highlight, but I'm going to mention it. Like the barrier came down, and it was pretty bad, you know. It, it mm-hmm. was, thin, but that came down because of the passion and the energy that yeah. that crowd were giving us. And if it, if if we don't have, we literally it's one of the things now that Rich will always say to every single venue we play on the tour: if there's not barrier or people stood at the front supporting that, we can't do it because mm-hmm. it's like they want to get to us and we want to get to them. And it's it, it's it's just it's just different. It is just different. It's it's something I've never seen from any other band I've ever been in or or to any other crowd I've ever studied. It's just like, and I don't mean that in terms of like how good the band is or how good the songs are because fuck that it's just how good the energy yeah. is that's in the room and i feel like people want to want a foggy slice of that yeah and, uh, they, they definitely do and like but when i when i were looking online the last time this happened in sheffield was the arctic monkeys and when you look online you, you kind of i don't know if for right or wrong you kind of get brought into that kind of bracket you know singing about you know, going out and like like the Arctic Monkeys did in the early days. That those type of stories that you tell with your lyrics, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. How how do you react to that kind of reaction? You know, having that kind of pressure on you as well from from that other band from Sheffield. You know, if, if someone said to me five years ago, "Look, you're gonna you're gonna set this band up now," but there is a bit of a problem. In five years' time, you're gonna get kept compared to one of the biggest <laughs> bands in the world. Yeah. I'd be fucking gutted. I'd have gone, oh, I'm not bothered then, I'll do something different. It's not a box, isn't it? They're one of the yeah. biggest bands in the world. And do you know what? And, and, 
Absolutely love Arctic Monkeys. What a band, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's so many other bands from, from our areas as well that take inspiration from, do yeah. you know what I mean? Melbourne, Little Man Tate, Revenant yeah. Makers. It, the, the list goes on. Pulp, Joey, they're coming yeah. back. It, it, the inspiration, we, we, maybe we're just being blessed to have that. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're writing a similar kind of music. It's guitar music. Yeah. I'm a creative writer that likes to write about social commentary. I write about what I see. Mm. I can't change my accent. Do you know what I mean? It's not exactly the same, but um, we're not from too far down the road. And yeah. uh, you're going to get them comparisons, but hey, it's fucking brilliant. I'm, 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 I embrace it. Good answer, mate. And uh, speaking of Reverend and the Makers, I, I was messaging John McClure yesterday. Uh, and he he asked me to personally pass on congratulations from him on, on around the success. He said he don't really know you to be honest, but I'll, I'll read it out. What he said he said what you've achieved is phenomenal, and I think a lot of the older heads are unnecessarily down on your lot a little bit. Uh, so he just wanted to let me pass on that message to him. He, he said I'll catch up with you at some point, festivals or wherever, when he sees you out and about. But he just he, he wanted me to personally convey that message and appreciation to what for what you're doing and the success that you had too, mate. Well, that's uh, it's a lovely, lovely message to receive. So, yeah, thank, thank you for that. And uh, you know, State of Things is one of my favorite. That probably is one of my biggest inspirations yeah. in the album. Do you know what I mean something? Yeah, yeah. You talk about monkeys. Like I said, there's so many other artists uh, like John. And um, yeah, I appreciate that. It's nice to yeah. hear. So, thank you for me. And, yeah, uh, we'll do it. Get him a pint. Yeah, nice one. So, if, like in, in his message, he just said he it, it, it said he feels like some of the older heads are necessarily down on you. How does that how how does that feel hearing that? I'll be honest, I don't even know what that means. No, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm I'm, not, I'm I'm trying to work it out myself. It, it could be like you know, like people from South Yorkshire, people from Sheffield. They're kind of like the 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 they can be negative against people that are successful. That you know that that want to move on with the life and kind of not live in Sheffield all the life and that kind of stuff. And and that's generally from the older population, I think. So I'm 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 not speaking for John. I'm just trying to interpret yeah, it, yeah, my, no, my view on it, what it might be, because there's definitely that kind of vibe from Sheffield people. Like. I, you know, I feel like we've had well, not again, just throughout life, but especially with ratings, we've had a lot of walls put up. We've had a lot of people that could yeah. have could have could have helped us. Or I feel like there was at points where I don't want to say anybody deserves anything, but there's a point where you see other people getting probably rewarded for nowhere near achieving what we'd achieved at that yeah. point. I feel like we have been shrewd on a little bit, and I feel like we have been pushed back. We're doing the uninvited tour. It's called the uninvited because we definitely wasn't fucking invited. <laughs> but yeah. We're there. And, do you know, if I was sat outside West Street Live trying to sell my tickets for to come and see the ratings yeah. and I heard everyone being down on us then, I'd probably be a bit sad. But I don't give a fuck from Sheffield Arena, mate. We've, we've, we've worked his way up. <laughs> We're where we are now. If they want to be with us, come on, doors are open. I would love to have you there. If not, fuck off. We're, we, well said, mate. Well said. We, we're we definitely going to come to the arena soon. But you've got this big tour that you're about to embark on. Pretty much sold out. I think it's just Coventry has a few tickets left. That was the, the last post I said. Has that changed since? I think it might. I'm not sure if it, yeah. it has a, literally a handful of tickets but, left but yet a, for Coventry. A full sold out national tour, mate. <laughs> we're not talking about Sheffield or Doncaster anymore. We're on about the fucking country. Well done. Cheers, mate. Yeah, it's, yeah, what is it, 17, 17 and a half thousand tickets. Yeah. Stuff like that doesn't sink in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know that, I know for a fact that we're going to play Stoke on uh, Saturday. 
and I know it's sold out, but I won't know it's sold out until I walk out on stage. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know the sticker's yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? And people say, well done, you've got yeah. your sold out sticker on your website and everyone's happy for you. But when they walk out there and, and, and you see it sold out, it's different. <laughs> it, it's really different. And uh, I can't wait for it. It's like, like I said, it's the, it's this is like what we're calling like the main room and academy tour. I mean, yeah. We've got to that level now where it, the stages are big. You know, we've got as light show, we've got as banners and stuff and, but again, everything that's, that's on that stage has been there from from the beginning. We we aren't upgraded as equipment or anything because yeah. we're just not that arse. We do need to uh, <laughs> we do need to get some better gear. We're we're open to endorsements. If you've got any friends yes. at Yamaha or whatever, send them our <laughs> way. But um, you know, we'll we'll wear it, we'll play it. But we literally have got the same gear that I said to Toby Foster on Radio Sheffield the other day that that we piled into the back of my mm-hmm. Vectra to get to the plug on twenty fourth of November in twenty seventeen, and and. That's because we just do we are. It's very, very transparent. This band, it's yeah. not. It's there's no, there's no hidden agenda with us. We're just literally a bunch of mates that are striving for. We, we we are not releasing an album in January independently to hopefully get a top ten. We want number one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're not we're not going to lie. And, and and if if we don't get number one, might shed a little tear next day. Do you know what I mean? I might sit there and get upset about it. I want to sell Sheffield Arena out. Yeah. I, I, we're not. We're not. We're not just going to go, oh, yeah, we're just going to try as best to see what happens. No, we're aiming for the fucking top, and I'm, we're going to be very honest about that. Yeah, nice. And if we can get there, we will. One, like, How do you prepare yourself personally as a singer before this big tour? Do you have to make changes in your lifestyle a little bit, or do you just think, fuck it, I'm just going to keep doing whatever I do? I like, well, what I like <laughs> to do is I like to go for, I like to get up early, 7 o'clock, and go for a jog. Yeah. And then I like to, you know, like slowly build up and do a little bit more and 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 run a little bit more and get a bit better and push towards like a five ten k before the day. Mm. But I mean, what day is it? It's Wednesday. We're on Saturday. I haven't done any of that yet. So <laughs> okay, um, fair enough. <laughs> so you've got good intentions. No, no potions for your throat or all like that that you use or no, just I don't know. Just I like to, yeah. I cut back on. I don't drink or smoke before a gig. Yeah. I try and keep. <laughs> Keep me folk clean. Drink some hot drinks, I guess, and just try and warm up. You definitely need to try. You definitely need to warm up. That's not that's not a joke because yeah. we've had it before. You know, when you when you your voice goes a bit and you think you just because you're not just fucking up for yourself. You're fucking up for everybody else that's coming yeah. to watch it. So you've got to you have to look after your throat. But because yeah. anybody could break a string or play a wrong chord, but if you can't sing, nightmare. Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, I've had, I've had it once. Um, this were this was before lockdown, so we were playing yeah. when his first tour. We played Newcastle and night before in Manchester, and it's not the gig; it's the um, it's the it's going out after. You know when you stood yeah. in bars and you stood talking to people and you're shouting and you're mm. fucking louder than you need to be. Um, and then we, I, I remember a rather exciting night after a gig in Manchester. Then next morning, I just I had nothing left, <laughs> and it were. We, I'm, I'm, I'd never cancel. I just, I never would. Do you know what I mean? I, unless I'm dead and someone else decides to cancel for me, I, I'm not. I'll not cancel. So we got there. We did not sound check, but we set up. The lads did sound check. I was eating as much honey as I could, eating uh-huh. vocal zones, everything I possibly could. And I'm, like, I'm still going out. I'm just going to walk, even if I just have to go wave, and then you <laughs> have to say he's lost his voice. Let's try and sing together, kind uh-huh. of thing. And uh, I'd not said anything for about an hour and I just walked out and I just started it with the shittiest vocal I've ever done, but something came out and I just had yeah. enough to be able to go, oh, my voice is gone, can you help me? And everyone just didn't give a fuck. They just sang, they just sang it with me and as it, as it went on, it got better. So, 
Yeah, as the, the show goes on, as they say, doesn't it? Well, you've got a great band to warm up the crowd as well. The lottery winners joining you. Oh, uh, yeah. Friends of ours, yeah, and we've interviewed them loads of times. I've, I've been to see that band loads of times. Last time I saw them, we're on the big stage in Tramlines, just last past festival season. What a, what a support. What a support to get the crowd going before you guys. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to, they're gonna, what's it called in baseball? I don't know. What do they do? Throw a thing and then you bat them out and think, I can't remember the analogy that I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, they, they're going to they're gonna set them up and you're going to knock them out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's, I think he's done his knee in or his leg. I can't yeah. What he, yeah, he's, he's twisted his knee. Uh, that thing, so that'd be interesting. Think, yeah. As long as he doesn't get up for key change on last song, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, we got Claws you, as well. Yeah. Uh, Claws are uh, a really good oh, band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they're on as well. So, yeah, how, really. How, how do you pick your support bands then? Just from people that we like that aren't dickheads. Yeah. You know, just like um, meet bands and, you know, people, a lot of people do. Just like, like I said to you about with Glass Case, yeah. people do send, send us stuff and say, can I put his name in? Especially with Arena. I mean, people people asking to, and I like that as well, how open it is as well. People say, let's throw his name in the hat. We want to yeah. we want to be picked. And, and yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we as booking agent, will will suggest based on the tour or what fits with their tour, et cetera, et cetera. But we, I mean, we're lucky to not be in a position where we have to pull supports in to sell tickets. So we, it's yeah. nice. It's, we've got a sold out tour that we can look and go, who do we want to take yeah, with us? It's just people that we can get on with. First of all, we do we like them as musicians. Do we like, do we like the band? Do we like the songs? Yeah. Fucking mint them. We like them. What they like as people. Uh, have we met them before at festivals? And if we have them, thingy, then we'd just love to have them with us because it's a long time to be out road with people. Mm. Um, and obviously, you just need to be able to you just enjoy it. You know what I mean, yeah. and then we've got two really good bands. We've we've never had a bad bunch of people with us, so it's just it's been it's been we've been good, lucky, really. Yeah, man, I'm I'm really interested in this tagline that you're proud of, and you you, you touched on it earlier. Where you say, uh, "No help, no backing on the arena gig and that kind of stuff." Just yeah. talk, just talk me through that a little bit. Then no label, no backing, all yeah. ratings. Um, I feel like it became a point in, especially in, in the release of this album, where we really need to, because people know, you know, we talk about being independent, um, but I feel like we've we've started making some achievements recently, especially like with the arena and yeah. and things. That it's now important, I think, not just for us for the work that we've done, and we're not chasing a pat on the back, mm. but it's important to, to tell other people. You, know, it's, you can do it. You, do, yeah. you really don't need a label. There is no record label. There's four members of the band. There's Rich who manages the band. Mm. I co-manage the band with Rich, and that's where it stops when it comes down to like the the decisions. We we make them decisions. Of course, we we hire people in to help us. We've got a great team when we're on the road that mm. that come and. We're that we've hired them, and we we haven't given them by a label. Yeah. We've got people that coming out with the films and stuff again, producing the album, producers and stuff. So there is no label, and it's just again that 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 part is just to say there's no label, no backing. We don't come from a wealthy background. We've had no financial support from absolutely no, but nobody's given us anything. Every penny we've ever made. You know, the the biggest thing we've ever done financially is Magnet, but we invested every single penny straight into this album. Yeah. Uh, there's been no bank loans, no no nothing like that. We literally, we've, we've started out from the first thing we ever recorded, recording it ourselves. The first music video we did, we all chucked in 100 quid each to make it happen. Mm. So there's no financial backing. And when I say all ratings, it's not just meaning we're the ones that's doing it. All ratings is us 
and them 17,000 people that are coming on tour with us. Do you know what I mean? And then God knows how many thousand people, hopefully, that are going to buy this album and that these people that are going to turn up to Arena. So there's no label, there's no backing, it's all fucking ratings, and that's exactly where we want it to be. Uh, I, 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 I love that spirit, but, you know, I'm from Manchester myself. You have had, you know, support through the years from other promoters out there in the world too. Um, and things like that. So, how, how, as 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 you develop uh, as you've developed as a band and got more business savvy, and you took these responsibilities on yourself, is that a reaction to experience you've had when working with more third party teams and that kind of stuff? Um, no, I think I feel like um, obviously a lot of it's come from before, uh, and we yeah. have you know we've worked with a lot of people, but I I don't want to talk about other people because I feel like we've done it all ourselves. Yeah, I really cool. do. Yeah. I really do. There's there's people that will thank. There's people we'll never talk about. And when it comes to, and I mean this in the most, like again, non-arrogant way. We are where we are today because of us. Yeah, one hundred percent because of us and the work that we put in. And obviously, we've been nowhere without the fucking people that have backed us, that are the the, the supporters, people who. who, There's people in Facebook groups right now. On online that, that have done more for us than yeah. anybody in a suit and tie ever could. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's, there's people, we have got the most unbelievable support from, from the younger generation to the oldest generation you can imagine. Yeah. We've got people creating their own merchandise. We've got people literally going out and promoting. It's like, it's like we're, you know, it's like there's a general election going on at times. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're rallying they're, yeah. because they believe in it because Again, without signing clips, it's more than a band. We've created yeah. something. It's not a cult. It's not. A, it's not a. It, a it's little, just a, a little. Life. A little cult. Maybe a little cult. A little I cult. don't know. <laughs> uh, and I just feel like these people getting up in the morning, and it's not just us that are getting up for this, and they believe in yeah. it. And it's something that, as I've said, like well, we've been on on previous tours. Some people have got it in their blood. Being a Rayton is not about just being a fan of a band. It's not just yeah. being a band member. It's not just being a person that wants to listen to music. It's, I don't know what it is myself yet, but mm. all I know is I said to anybody that comes to Sheffield Arena, that stand there in the middle of that pit and look around that fucking room, and that's what Rayton's is. Well, just such an achievement to be able to book the arena. That must have been like, a, like, like Rich, your manager, how, how, where do you start to make that call? Do you, have you been thinking about wanting to do this gig for a while? Yeah, I've thought it, it's, about... It's um, the next natural step in it after Magna and all the... All the it's the next natural step after, you know, starting off at the plug, O2s, you know, all that kind of stuff, and then the big one. How how did the idea... Who came up with the idea? You? I guess, yeah. But I, I, I literally looked at... When I was stood on stage at Magna, I, in my head, I, for a minute I closed my eyes and imagined Arena. Do you know how like, this is... A, sound check at Magna already talking about booking it's sold you know it's already yeah. sold out on it so we stood there and it's like do arena and not gonna lie I've, I have already stood on Sheffield Arena stage and, and I've seen exactly where I want to be next I know yeah. I know what I want. and I don't know I've said this in other interviews I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe I need to just embrace the moment a little bit more and don't get me wrong I'm gonna I'm gonna really really enjoy myself at Sheffield Arena and it's everything I'm living for right now but I know where I want to go next I'm a lane Bramall Lane, surely. <laughs> and this is one of them at the beginning when I said to you, uh, there's going to be questions that I can't answer. You know, I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> okay, this fair enough. This is one of them. Okay, but fair I, enough. But 100%, I already know 
where we're going next and I'm going to do everything yeah. in my power to make it happen. Well, when, when I were researching the band and the poster says 70 fucking percent already sold out at the arena, that's, it's, it's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've got, I, I'm, I'm so confident that we can sell out the arena. I, I never in a fucking million years thought we'd sell that many that quick. And, um, you know, maybe it's peak, maybe it'll stay like that <laughs> for a while, but... It's a year away, you know. We've got so We've many still more got people buying stuff for Christmas yet, mate. That, that should sort it, shouldn't it? Christmas presents for people to go and see ratings. Do a Christmas advert. We'll rally them up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Christmas cards made and all that. We'll say, well, I am fucking going to do that now. Yeah, yeah I definitely am going to do that. That's how it works. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just just keep keep pushing away until until we do sell it up, mate. It, it's such a a ride just to watch you from a distance because you know I don't know you guys personally I've just you know I, I run this magazine and I, I keep a close eye on what's going on in Sheffield Manchester wherever I can it's just such a joy to see somebody just doing it your way and enjoying it and just showing that just showing the people out there that are, are really are really struggling at the minute to get confidence to do what they want to do in the music industry it's it's inspirational to them that what you're doing guys so congratulations Oh, thank you, and that's that's that means everything because that's that's literally why we are. We've been told for so many years and so many times pushed back and told that we can't do it and that mm-hmm. we're not welcome and that we're not good enough or we're not going to get paid for doing this. And that's the whole point of this campaign. The whole point of what's yeah. rock and roll is do it yourself. Be fucking rock and roll. Yeah. It's not a thing that you just have to. You don't. You don't. You don't have to be anything other than yourself. And the, the, the second we realise that, I feel like we have got a bit of venom in us sometimes when it comes to the industry. But yeah. it's not—it's not a disrespect thing. It's not because I understand it. And the industry I get it. deserves it sometimes as well. Yeah, it's—it's it, <laughs> it's one of them things, and I get that people—it's a money business. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have got to do what they've got to do. But don't take no for an answer. Fuck anyone who tells you you can't do it. Just go yeah. and do it yourselves. Simple as that. Mate, Johnny, thanks for your time today. Just one little message. So if if there's if there's somebody watching this video that hasn't pressed the button on buying an arena ticket yet, what would you say to them? And and I, I'm gonna put a link to the description in the description of this podcast and the on YouTube, there's a link there to press to buy the tickets as well. So um what would you say? I would like to say anybody watching this video, I didn't know it were a video, so I'm sorry that I'll be doing this waving my <laughs> it's fine. It's good. <laughs> for the for the duration of it. Um Do you know like we honestly like this album. Like I said, if you buy this album, every single penny goes into the pockets of the band, the people yeah. that have worked for it. There's nobody taking a cut. There's no commission going elsewhere. It's literally going to get reinvested into us carrying on this journey, which we're so fucking grateful for. Uh, I'm, I'd like to say, uh, you know, listen to it, see what you think. Don't even listen to it. Just fucking buy it. Help <laughs> us get to number one, and let's be an independent band that's got a number one Class. album and fucked them all over. <laughs> get it ratings. <laughs> and they've, and the same for the people that haven't pressed the button on your arena gig yet. Yeah, you know, buy a ticket and uh, you'll get, you'll have a really you'll good time. Right. You'll enjoy right. yourself. Hey, Johnny, really appreciate your time, mate. Love the journey of the band. We'll be supporting you on RGM. Really enjoyed getting to know you as well, mate, today. Thanks for your time. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Let me know when you want to go for a pint. We'll go for yeah, a man. beer. We'll do that. Thanks again. Thanks, Rod, Take care, mate. Yep. Thanks, Johnny, mate. Yeah, cheers. That was lightning. It, it's uplifting, isn't it? It makes me believe that more bands can grab the industry by the bollocks and... And, and make it themselves without having a team around them. They have had support over the years, you know. 
we've had uh, some record labels and stuff and support and promoters, you know. Um, but, you know, everybody can get that. That's not the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail is to find people, your tribe, and to, you know, em- em- embrace that tribe and grow that tribe and just work hard finding new people to share your music with. That's what it's all about. And Johnny's all over that, you can tell, can't you? Love it, love it. DIY attitude, proving that it can work. And he's got to the arena. How amazing is that? Love it. So thanks again, Johnny. I'm going to be coming down to the O2 Ritz in Manchester to come and see you, mate. Definitely. And friend of the show, John McClough, coming with me as well. So we'll out for a few beers. If you're out in Manchester, say hello and all. If you're out and about, stay tuned to our gym this week, ladies and gentlemen. Loads of entertainment coming. Not as much as, you know, previous weeks, but I think it's starting to slow down a little bit, like I said earlier. We'll see. Yeah, so be the first to find out what's going on on Patreon and on the RGM Twitter pod. RGM at... <laughs> I fucking hate reading these type of things out. At RGM pod on Twitter. Uh, click in the description of this podcast on Patreon. Have a look at that, see what it's all about. It all helps to cover the cost, the ever-increasing cost of servers and all the boring shit that we have to pay for behind the scenes. Uh, thank you. And of course, thank you to our amazing sponsors, Scott's Menswear. I'm, got, I've, I'm nipping down to Scott's Menswear soon. I need some new trainers. Uh, need a new couple of t-shirts. Yeah, I'll pop popping down there soon. And yeah, stay tuned to our jam over the next week, ladies and gentlemen. Another live, great music week is upon us. Share us your examples of, you know, new bands, new support bands if you're out there in the world watching the big boys. Always get there first and check the supports. Tell us about a new band that you've seen on the scene. Copy us in on the socials. We'll reply to you. I promise it's me that does it. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another week. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you're new, thank you for joining us again. Um, If you've been here from the start, God bless you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Everything's running smoothly now. We've moved to Acast. No issues. Uh, so we're just getting all the infrastructure ready to make this podcast as big as possible. So thanks again for joining us for another week. My name's Carl Maloney, ladies and gentlemen. The host of the Shindig. That guy from RGM. And we will see you next week. And you'll get us early on the Patreon. That's all I'm going to say. Right, so guys, see you next week. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Be a part of it with Scott's Menswear, the go-to destination for sports fashion. With a reputation spanning over 30 years, Scott's has a mega brand catalogue featuring Adidas Originals, Nike, Fred Perry, Pretty Green, and many more. Here at RGM, we love the support that they offer us and the music-loving community around us. Check them out at scotsmenswear.com. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. 
and thank you for your support and we'll see you next week <laughs>